Welcome to the Chasing Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Each episode is full of heartfelt and expansive content that will really help you expand your consciousness and grow as a person. I created this podcast because I wanted to share my own personal experiences on my spiritual journey, but I also wanted to meet others and have them share what they've been through and how they've gotten to where they are today. If you haven't done so already, it would really mean a lot to me if you could rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people, but it also allows me to get more guests on the show. Now on to today's topic. Hey guys, today I'm interviewing Stopher Cavins. He is a psychic medium and intuitive blogger, and he has the gift of claircognizance, which is my gift. So I was super excited to get to interview him. He is able to connect energetically to clients and the world around him. He experienced a random awakening after helping a friend market his spiritual business, and he talks about this a little bit in our interview. While researching crystals, cleansing, and other fun spiritual topics to support his friend, he experienced the remembrance of his own soul's connection to the divine. To support his clients, Stouffer helps them find clarity and healing through his readings. He has a passion for helping others expand their gifts. Stouffer also hosts a free psychic medium development circle on Facebook every week, and we talk a little bit more about that towards the end of the interview. So make sure you stay till the end to find out more about how you can join. He also has a spiritual blog where he shares his personal stories, experiences, and helpful information and tools for anyone on the spiritual path. Join me in welcoming Stouffer to the show. So I have Stouffer Cabins with me here today. How are you doing today? Hi, Maggie. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm super excited. I am as well. I'm so glad that we connected. To get started, maybe let's let's find out a little bit more about Stouffer. Can you share a little bit about you and your spiritual journey and what got you into um, psychic development and mediumship? Yeah, for sure. So um, I guess we'll start with where I'm from. So I'm, I'm proud to say I am a Midwestern boy from Southern Indiana. Uh, you know, grew up in kind of a I guess a typical Catholic upbringing, um, but um, you know that kind of religion didn't really stick with me. Uh, so fast forward into my 40s, um, which was just a few years ago, um, I had a bit of a spiritual awakening, um, and it happened in a really interesting way. I've got a uh, so this was probably 2020, right, in in about August, so. We're all going through the pandemic and, you know, looking for what's next and, and what's going on. I have a friend of, of 18 years. Give me a call. Uh, he's in New Jersey. I'm here in California. And uh, he says, you know, I'm, I'm starting a business and I want you to look at something. Um, and so I want you to check out my, my Facebook business page. And so I go over there and I look at it. And it, it just so happens that he's he's a spirit medium. And so uh, you know, I check out his business page, and I we had had maybe one or two conversations over our 18 years of friendship about his ability to, you know, communicate with, with people on the other side. And so I was like, you know, not that shocked, and it's something I'm very open to, um, but it's not something that I ever had going on for myself, right? 
So I told him, you know, hey, let me help you. I'm, I'm a marketer full time. So uh, what I did was I, I helped him build a website, got him on Google, started blogging for him and, and just these various things. And in the process of that, I'm picking his brain about, you know, what he feels and how this all works. Uh, and I'm studying, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I figure if I'm going to blog about meditation and crystals and, and all this different stuff, I, I should, you know, practice what I preach, right? So I, I start kind of delving into this. I didn't even know what an oracle card was, you know, in 2020. I knew what tarot was because my auntie used to read tarot. But um, so I'm learning all this stuff and it just literally like took hold of me. And, you know, with the meditation and, you know, I started reading some books. I was a friend of mine suggested the book, um, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And I just realized that I, I this was like a new way of living for me, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it, life got so much better. My relationship with my husband got better, um, you know, just to let go of stuff. And, and I started having my own spiritual awakening and I started having conversations and relationships with my loved ones in spirit. And I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm closer to them now than I was when they were alive, you know? So uh, it was just a really cool thing. And then I, I kind of realized that I can help others with this ability that I'm developing. So I really just focused on developing it and, and uh, you know, started out slowly, but, but that's kind of how it all started. Yeah, I really, I really identify with your story. It's, it's pretty similar to mine. I actually had a friend that um, I've always, like you said, been open to spiritual connection, um, to psychic abilities. My father was into tarot. So, I mean, I had exposure to it, um, but I grew up in the South. I grew up in Alabama, was subject to a lot of dogmatic beliefs. And, um, you know, I just, I kind of got to this point in my life where I felt like no one understood me and what I believed. So I'm just not going to believe any, in anything. Right. And so my friend was like, have you ever like heard about real witchcraft, like real witchcraft? And I'm like, no, but it sounds awesome. Like, tell me more. And so I start looking into more of the spiritual side of witchcraft, like, you know, the crystals, the connection right. with your ancestors and, you know, your loved ones and, you know, not every practicing which is the same some practice without any association with spirit but I, that does not resonate with me at all so then it took me into a spiritual journey I had a spiritual awakening I started realizing that I can connect my energy to other people's energy that's when I realized that I'd been psychic my whole life I just didn't know what it was um, I identified uh, with the Claire with Claire cognizance which is what I understand is your um, main gift as well. And this whole time I've been channeling my higher self and channeling spirit. And I just, I had no idea that that's what I was doing. And so your story, it reminds me a lot of mine. And I think it's funny the way that spirit works because, you know, I think at this point in your life, like you said, you've been friends with this person, you know, for years, but at this moment is when spirit was like, you know, Stouffer's ready for this. Stouffer's ready for this side of of his life he's ready to open up to you know the spiritual connection and I, I feel the same thing happened to me I was introduced this gateway that would open me up to my spiritual self at the right moment would you agree with that 
Yeah, for sure. And I feel like, and you might be able to identify with this as well. Um, I feel like if I look back now at various parts of my life, I can see little bookmarks of where I think spirit was trying, <laughs> trying to call me and say like, Hey, it's, it's time. And I just wasn't, I wasn't ready or I wasn't, I wasn't having it. Um, so it's not the first time I, I, you know, that, that spirit reached out. Um, but, but it just, you know, I guess the stars aligned and it was, it was the right moment for it to kind of really, uh, you know, take hold and, and, um, you know, I just, let, I let it happen and, and I'm so glad that I did. Yeah, I agree. It's like spirit's been knocking, but we finally decided to open the door this time <laughs> and let for spirit sure, in. Without a doubt. Yeah. So can you go in to, um, your, your gifts a little bit? Um, I know you, that your main, your main gift is claircognizance. So can you talk a little bit about how you tap into um, spirit and the past loved ones of people and all of that through, through your gifts? Yeah, you know, it all started, I, I you know, I'd mentioned that I, I didn't know what Oracle cards were until my friend had, you know, told me that he works with them. So, you know, I kind of started testing my abilities with Oracle cards um, and really just having like an internet, uh, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, but, but I was really kind of developing an energetic connection with the person I was reading for uh, and just really reading the cards intuitively. So that's kind of where the claircognizance came in because, you know, and I've never read the cards as, you know, the author had intended for the cards. I just always read it the way that I, I see or, or feel when I see the card. Um, it was just something that would pop in my head and, and I would like, because I'm also a writer, so I love to write and I love to create stories. Um, so I felt like I was doing that, but I was telling my sitter, the person I was reading for, I was telling them things that they were actually doing or actually dealing with and with a fair amount of specifics, even at first. Um, and it's just, it's such a hard thing to wrap your mind around because even though you trust it, you can trust it so much, it still is like, is this really happening? Is that my voice? Is that, is that uh, spirit or the, the energy that I'm reading? You know, what is it? But you just, you know, so it's almost the ability is to trust it and to learn to just go with it. That, that's where the ability really comes in for me. Um, so I, I really just harnessed that and started developing that with an energetic reading energy and, and translating that. Um, and then it came to where I was talking to my my auntie in spirit, uh, I have a cousin who has a, something to do with my, my uh, journey as well. Um, he passed away in 2020 as well. Um, so I just started developing a relationship with them. And I was like, okay, let me see if, you know, and it kind of happened organically. It kind of happened when I was reading, you know, other people. And then I would have like a little knock on the door and somebody was coming through and I would deliver a message and it kind of started slow. You know, I think spirit realized that I wasn't ready for the, the full, mm -hmm. <laughs> the full conversation yet. So, you know, I would deliver like little messages um, and they were very pointed and, and, and my sitters would, you know, definitely identify with what was coming through. Um, so, so that's kind of how it all kind of built for me. And, and it's been a, a slow build and, and I continue to, to, you know, practice and, and increase my ability. Um, but it, it, yeah, it's, it's just, a, it's, it's a hard thing to, 
to describe, you know, the knowing, the, the nudges. Uh, and it, and it's, it's kind of grown to other things too, little flashes of images in, in my mind's eye, um, you know, just little thoughts. I might get like a little, um, even physical, you know, tugged on one side or the other, you know, I've got, and I've got little symbols um, that mean different things now, you know, so you kind of build this like library of, of symbols and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, that make that makes a lot of sense. Um, especially since I, I've also discovered that that's my main gift. And for me, it's, especially um, in the beginning, it's so hard to say like, you know, was that just my head? You know, did I make mm -hmm. all of that up? But what made me really start trusting that I wasn't making all this up is I would, you know, I, f I definitely can channel my higher self when I'm talking to someone I'm very comfortable with. So I noticed that every time I was talking to my best friend, I would give her the best advice. Yeah. <laughs> and afterwards, I would kind of almost like take a step back and be like, what did I just say? It was like, I knew I was talking and I knew I was telling her things, but I was missing bits and pieces of it because I wasn't thinking I was in a flow state and I was just letting it flow through me. And, you know, then she could kind of repeat some of it back to me and I'd be like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like that was, that was awesome. And so I thought, well, what if I'm channeling? And then it was just like this light went off. It was like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. You've been channeling us your entire life. Mm -hmm. And so from there, that made me a little bit more confident and I was able to trust that ability more. But it's like you said, it's one of those things that you just have to go with it. You just have to trust. And, you know, eventually you'll start to see the patterns that, hey, you were, you were right. You were actually receiving psychic information this way. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're still going to get it wrong, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you weren't tapping in. It's just that your interpretation of the message wasn't you know, wasn't exactly what they needed. It wasn't the message that was meant for them in a way. So until you can kind of understand how to interpret those messages, you're going to get some things wrong. And I'm sure you experience that with all the readings you do. I'm sure sometimes, you know, you might say, well, I see, you know, I see this. Does, did, you know, did your dad drive a red car? Because I see a red car and they're like, no. And so you're like, okay, well, we'll come back to that. And then maybe the red car you know, factors into something that you were completely, you know, off base for. Maybe it was just meant to be the color. Maybe it was meant to represent a trip and the message just kind of gets intertwined. Would you um, have any advice, I guess, for people that are trying to develop their, their abilities and really work on how those symbols and those messages come through and not to get, I guess, defeated when they get the information wrong sometimes? I absolutely have some advice and, and I'm glad you, you kind of brought that forward. That, that's super important because I don't know if you've ever tried to, or if, if you've ever learned another language. Um, a little bit. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I've I learned, learned Spanish and yeah, in I, high school. I learned Spanish. I've been learning for like eight, nine years. Um, and I'm barely to the point where, you know, I, I could say that I'm, you know, maybe uh, conversational. Um, but there's just so much, and, and I, the way I started it was like just kind of translating words, which really isn't a great way to, to learn a language, but you're, you're translating like word for word because that's kind mm -hmm. of the, the easiest way to do it. And you know, when you start speaking with somebody, that's not how the language works. <laughs> it doesn't translate mm -hmm. word for word and, and then, you know, things, things change. It just doesn't work that way. So 
literally that's what I feel like I'm doing with with spirit is I'm learning a completely different language and it doesn't always translate word for word or, or how I, I perceive it in this world, right? So so it's just, you know, I'm constantly working. I, each week, I, you know, I do practice circles. That, you know, I host a practice circle um, where I'm practicing with others and, and I'm just kind of like, and when something, when I get something, you know, wrong, uh, using air quotes for those that can't see me, um, I, I don't assume that it's wrong. I just assume that, you know, maybe I've translated it incorrectly. So I will, you know, stop the session when, when I'm practicing, of course, and ask what, you know, how it does resonate. Uh, and, and maybe, you know, if, if I got the number, you know, like a month wrong or something like that, you know, I want to know what it was I was feeling and how it was actually supposed to be translated so that I can now build that library of, okay, I was feeling this. I thought it was this, but it was actually something else. And now I can kind of put that in my, you know, back of my mind, you know, in my library, so to speak, of what things feel like, you know, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, and, and, and you just got to trust what's coming through. Um, the other day I was doing a practice session uh, with a, a young lady, and the, the exercise that I gave was that we were just going to, like, turn off our, our Zoom video and, and the, the audio, and we we're going to write down. We we're going to connect with their, someone that they know with spirit, write down the messages and the information, and then come back on and relay it to each other. Um, so I, I had a, a kind of an intense spirit come through. It was kind of a traumatic situation. I won't go into the details, but she couldn't take any of it. Even like, uh, you know, for, for sister, for anybody, like, you know, a couple down the line, she couldn't take any of it. Um, and she kept saying, no, you know, that's not, and I tried to make it fit, and I, you know, I had to back up and say, no, that doesn't feel right. You know, I'm going to go with what spirit told me. And even though she didn't know who this person was or who this message was for, I, I said, you know, I'm just going to go with it because I'm not going to try to make it fit for what she needed or whatever. You know, my, my first allegiance is to spirit, you know, so, so I, I gave her what I had. And, you know, maybe she's going to meet somebody in a week or two that needs to hear something for their son. Um, I don't know that. So I'm not going to second guess it. So I just, I gave her, gave her the information, you know, so whether it, whether it fit or not, um, and that doesn't happen too often, but, but you just have to trust spirit and not try to make it fit for what your, your, you think your sitter wants. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So, so I feel like if, if you do that, things will fall into place. If you just really trust what you're hearing, it's not all going to be correct. Like spot on or translated perfectly. Um, right. You just have to you just have to be okay with that, or, or you know maybe your sitter doesn't understand it at the moment. I get calls all the time after readings, like, oh, I figured out what that was, or it just completely slipped my mind. Yeah, you know, or it, 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 sometimes it's something that's that's very close to them. They just can't see it at the moment. Right. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, would you say that you have spirit? or, you know, spirits visit you when you're not with a sitter, just pop in and, and give you a message. And sometimes the message is for you. And sometimes you know who it's for, or you have no idea who the message is for. Um, very rarely. Um, and I get, I get asked this sometimes on, on other podcasts is um, <laughs> my superpower is that, that, and I've had this my whole life is I can shut things off. Um, so it's something I really have to work on when I'm trying to turn on because I have a tendency to just shut things off really easy. So for me, 
that's not the issue. The issue is I've got to really set a strong intention to turn things on when I'm with a sitter. So that's just something mm -hmm. I have to be aware of um, because my whole life, whether it's school, work, uh, you know, the stress of bills or whatever, if I don't want to deal with it, I have a, a, a almost a superpower of just shutting it off. Right. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword for sure. But um, yeah, so if I'm out and about, um, I usually don't because I'm, I'm off. Um, and I'm thankful for that. Um, there was one time I was at a, a concert in, in, I think I was in Houston or something. I was at a concert and I'm just kind of down in the, you know, the, the general admission or whatever. And and the concert's going, about to start, and there was a, a group of young people, and I got a call from, I believe it was this girl's brother, um, and he wanted me to reach out to her and say something, and, and I had to fight him off, because I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> it just wasn't the setting, but it was really strong, and I was almost becoming emotional, because I was like picking up things that happened, um, and I, so I had to fight, I had to fight that spirit off. He was really strong, but, but, um, that was one of the only times I can think of to where I was in a public setting or I wasn't expecting spirit to come in and they just like tapped me on the shoulder in a very strong way and, and wanted to deliver a message. Um, so have you ever dealt with that? Yeah, I, I would say that I'm more like you. It's harder for me to open it up and turn it on than it is for me to turn it off. And I think that's another reason why I've now that I have opened up these channels and um, I am more interested in developing, um, you know, my psychic abilities and my mediumship abilities, um, I believe I was very, very open as a child, but I believe I became very afraid because I grew up in a toxic environment. My parents were alcoholics. They were abusive to each other. There was just a lot, um, a lot of negativity in my home. And so when I think back at in my childhood, I believe I was always surrounded by angels and gods. I mean, constantly. I remember talking to them. I remember feeling them. Um, I remember how their energy felt, how, and how it felt different from my own. But I believe because of their behaviors and because of where they were um, in their paths and their vibrational frequency and the alcohol and the addictions, they also had spirits and attachments and things that were of a, a lower frequency and I think that at some point it just became too overwhelming for me and I turned it off for a very 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 long time so I don't often have I guess communication without me trying but since I've been opening up more um, I can tell sometimes there will be a communication that I that I wasn't, you know, that I wasn't trying to set an intention for. So like last night we had people over and the kids were running around playing hide and seek and playing tag. And my friend looks over, you know, into the dining room and she said, I think there's a kid hiding behind the wall there. And I was like, I don't think that there is. I don't think that it's one of the kids that is hiding there. Mm -hmm. And my house is, you know, my house is definitely not one for any kind of activity. Um, and so there was a kid that was near there and I said, Hey, will you check, you know, to see if there's some, someone hiding? And so he did. And there wasn't anyone. Well, you know, I just brushed it off. I thought, you know, maybe she, you know, thought she saw something. It was a reflection. It was a shadow, you know, who knows. But later that night, when I walked in that area, I felt like there was a little boy. I just got this, like this inner knowing that, Hey, there's a little boy right here. And 
he's just he's just saying hey Mm -hmm. and I was like well the kids were running around playing having a good time maybe you know he just felt some kind of draw draw here and so I text my friend I said was it a boy or a girl that you think you saw she said oh it was a boy he was a little boy just you know seemed like he wanted to play and I said I just felt him it felt like about a nine-year-old boy and I just kind of scanned the energy of the area and, you know, I didn't feel anything, um, you know, anything alarming. And so I just asked him, you know, I said, do you, or do you want to stay here? Are you, are you, are you having a, tr- are you having trouble crossing over? Cause I know sometimes sp- earthbound spirits, you know, may have trouble being led to the light. And so I just asked him if he was ready to go to the light and I told him what to do. I told him just to follow the tunnel and follow the light and I didn't feel him anymore. So that was probably the most recent experience I've had that I wasn't intending for. <laughs> right. Now, was, was he trying to communicate with you or he was just his energy? You just felt it there. I just felt it there. I wouldn't necessarily say he was trying to get my attention, but he was not trying to hide. He was, right. he was just hanging out and I don't know who he was. Um, I, the, the name that came through was Jacob. Um, but I, again, like, I don't know, I don't know anyone. He, he didn't feel familiar for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Since I, I've had that happen a few times in, in my apartment. I feel like the one time it did happen, it was my father. Um, and I just, it felt like the energy was kind of just stuck. And uh, I went and hung out in the, the corner where, where I felt it and, uh, you know, kind of visited with him for a little bit. And then I told him he, he was free to go. And, and that pretty much, uh, you know, released. I, I feel like it's sometimes energy just gets stuck in certain areas. I'm not sure why. Um, but, but it's pretty easy just to, to kind of, you know, recognize it, welcome it, and then also let it know that it, it can go, it can move on. So that usually mm. frees up that situation. Yeah, I definitely felt like, you know, he left. I wouldn't say that he was, you know, here long, but I feel like maybe he was drawn in by the kids' playful energy, and he was young. You know, I would say he was between nine and ten, maybe, And um, but I felt him leave, and I felt like he left peacefully, and he was just trying to play and have fun, but I'll, I'll feel like, um, my grandmother's energy a lot. Um, not that, not in a way that was the same as his energy where I felt like he was actually here. My grandmother's energy is more kind of like a, like the wind, you know, like mm-hmm. I feel like it comes through, but it doesn't linger and stay. Right. Um, I don't know if that resonates with you or not. That's just kind of how it feels for me. Um, you know, like with my with my loved ones, uh, I'm pretty connected with them, and I feel like, for me, I just feel like they live inside of me. You know, it's just I always tell people it's it's kind of a weird analogy, but I feel like when we come in contact with people, um, whether it's for years and years or just a short amount of time, I feel like there's like a, a spiritual like residue that we leave on each other, like a, a little bit of a thumbprint or something. Um, so even when, when they pat, they cross over, um, I still have part of their spirit with me and that's kind of how I communicate. I feel like that's almost like a a tunnel or something that that's how I communicate with them. So, um, how open that is at a moment or, or whatever is, is kind of up to, you know, where I'm at and, and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, if I'm open or not, 
So, um, but yeah, I feel like they're always there with me, um, just just on kind of different levels depending on on you know what space I'm in. Um, but I wanted to go back to you know kind of you know being open or being closed and and you know spirit coming to us when maybe we're not expecting. And I think a good way uh, for me to kind of make sure that spirit's coming to me, you know, when, when I'm ready, um, is really just kind of developing a routine. Um, so I have a very specific routine, and that's why I don't take uh, usually clients like on, on the fly. Like, like I usually need at least a certain amount of hours before a, a client can, can see me from the time that they, they book the appointment. Um, because I need to really prepare, I need to really get in that space, I've got a certain room of my house that, that I do the readings in, um, certain place I sit, I sage the room every time, I you know work with certain crystals, um, and I do certain meditations. So there's a definitely a preparation and a headspace that I get in. Um, and then you know in my mind's eye, I'm, I'm turning on a sign that says open and reserved for whoever the sitter is. Um, and then that's how I, I know that I'm open for them, their, their spirit team, and their energy, and then I welcome that in. Then I work with my guides to kind of protect the energy and, and to kind of, you know, help the connection. So um, there's a whole process. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. But I feel like that, that routine can really help you kind of have those moments where, okay, I'm spirit, I'm ready. And then when we're not in that routine, we're not in that space, you know, it's not time, right? Mm. Yeah. So I hope that can maybe help somebody that, that's kind of trying to figure it out for themselves. Yeah. So with, you have this, you know, routine that it's very important, obviously, to get yourself in the right headspace to, you know, get your energy clear, raise your vibration and really open up that channel, especially since, like you said, you normally have your shut off. Do you have um, another routine that gets you out of that space to, to, um, bring your energy back in so that you're not um, overextending and you're not tapping into sources outside of the reading. Yeah, it's a, it's a little easier. Like I say, you know, for me, shutting off is pretty easy. So, mm -hmm. so for me, that's a little easier. And I, I do know people that it's the opposite. Shutting off and disconnecting is, is a little more of a, a task. Um, yeah, so one, once I'm done reading someone and, and um, you know, I'm, I'm alone or, or, you know, they're not on Zoom with me, of course. Uh, once the reading's done, I will kind of do a meditation where I'm, I'm cutting the energetic connection. I will actually visualize it being cut, and I will invite their energy, their loved ones, to, to leave um, and, and kind of release that and then kind of take back my own energy and kind of close that, that you know, portal or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then I just ask, you know, one of my guides, Mayan is the one that she's kind of my, I call her my insurance provider. Uh, so <laughs> she's the one that's going to protect. So when I'm open, she protects that, that channel. And when I'm closing, I ask her to kind of, you know, close it and protect it for me. So uh, that's kind of the process. Um, and then I might do a quick sage or just like a little prayer to kind of, you know, release any energy, um, open a window, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, and then, I'm, then I'm off. So. So there's a much quicker routine. Yeah, I would say the same for me, um, which is another reason why I think I saw or I didn't see, but I felt the boy because um, before we had people over, I did uh, sitting in the power meditation. 
and I actually did the meditation that you recommend on your blog mm. and it was very powerful. It was, I um, I would say, and you can tell me if this is normal, um, because this happens to me, um, when I, when I am doing a, a really powerful meditation, but after afterwards, my, I was shaking, you know, like my, my body was vibrating. I could feel my own energy. I know that's the point, you know, of the meditation is you're trying to get familiar with your own energy, but mine was very, very intense. Like I was shaking, um, almost like I was vibrating and I couldn't control it. And I'm actually doing it a little bit right now because I, I did meditate before, before we got on, but not as much as I did yesterday. And so I didn't really do anything to, to bring it back in and to, to, you know, disconnect from my power expanding the way that I had visualized it. And so I'm wondering if I was still open most of the day. And that's why I was more um, receptive of that boy's energy when normally it's, that's not the normal for me. Yeah. So, and I assume that it, it's a little different for everyone as far as how they, they feel different things. For me, when I, when I get really kind of focused and zoned in in a meditation, I, I too feel that, um, I think back in the day I might've described it as chills, right? But now mm -hmm. it's more of like, it's more intense than chills because it, it will affect either my whole body or one side of my body. And it does feel like a vibration, like I'm being shook. Mm -hmm. um, so what I've learned for myself is when that happens, um, it's one of two things. It's spirit coming in with a very specific kind of almost like a hug or a message. Um, mm -hmm. And then also it's healing because I, I get this a lot when I'm doing work to like, because I experienced a lot of trauma as a child um, and even through my teenage years. Um, so when I kind of go back and do some of that shadow work and, and, and I have like a healing moment, I get that sensation every time. Um, so for me, it's, it's one of those two things, either like spirit coming in to let me know that they're there or it's a healing moment that I've had. I've healed literally some, some trauma in my body or in my soul. Um, so I just, when those, when I get that feeling, I just love it because I know something good is happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really beautiful. I never really thought about, about that feeling during my, um, you know, during my own moments of, of healing and shadow work. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, yeah, I would say that the same for me when I've had, um, when I've had some healing done, like I had Reiki done and it was just the most transformative experience I've ever had. Um, and I know it's not like that for every person, but I left there vibrating and to the, to the point where I went and I, I got my level one Reiki certification. So I can, I can do it now. Yeah. Um, and then also, you know, just during my own meditations, trying to connect with my inner child and trying to heal those moments. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's like this vibration that comes through you. Yeah. So, so when you feel that, just know that that's progress. Yeah. yeah. We don't always have to like, know. you know, you know, I, I as much as anyone want to know what things are, right. You know, I'm very curious. I want to, you know, I've always kind of been a, a bit egotistical and I want to like know what things are and how they affect me and all this stuff. And, and since I've kind of learned to let go a lot and, and kind of in my spiritual journey, um, you know, it's easier for me just to say, you know, Hey, it feels like progress. I don't know exactly what it is. I just know it's good and I welcome it. Um, you know, I might try to figure it out and, and, you know, to the degree that I have, but, but at the end of the day, it, it's just, um, 
hey, I like the feeling. I know something good is happening. Um, and if I need to know more, I, I have no doubt spirit will let me know, right? Right, yeah. I mean, it's so funny. Everything that you've said so far just reminds me so much of myself, which is, again, why I believe that all of these connections that we make are spirit-led. spirit, spirit -led. Um, You have an amazing blog that I have enjoyed oh, a lot since we connected. And you have um, a, a post specifically talking about sitting in the power, um, right. which I recommend all the listeners go and check that out. There's a, a lot of you know, great tips and a beautiful meditation that I was just talking about. Um, but can you briefly maybe explain what sitting in the power is for someone who has never heard of this before? Yeah. So, um, and I, I don't pretend to be the person that, you know, created this, <laughs> this exercise. Yeah. Um, so for me, what it is, it's really just, um, it's a different kind of, and a lot of people say it's not a meditation. It's more of an exercise where you're just kind of, of course, you get quiet, just like any meditation. Um, and then you're really just kind of, and I'm not really visual. A lot of these these guided meditations ask you to be visual, like imagine imagine a light and stuff like that. I just kind of, for me, that that's distracting. So for me, I just understand the light is there. Um, and so you're just really understanding or visualizing, you know, your light, your power, your soul, um, and kind of, getting that getting in that conscious space um, and then just setting the intention to open it and also recognize you know the light and the power in the universe um, from spirit and then you're just kind of melding you know this is very much in a nutshell but but you're just kind of melding and, and letting those those lights merge um, and then you're just kind of sitting in that you know once again going back to like, it's like a hug you know so so you're just being hugged by spirit and a lot of different types of light and spirit so um it's really just accepting the the light of the universe and you're, you're sitting in that moment for you know as, as long as you can or as long as you want to um so it's really just a beautiful moment it's almost like you're just getting back to your soul level and and connecting with your you know your relatives and all the other beautiful souls here on earth and you're just really just inviting that light in mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a very like uh, rudimentary. Oh <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, so yeah. there's, there's a lot of great um, guided meditations on YouTube um, for any, any kind of meditation or, or practice. Uh, but, but yeah, the uh, sitting in the power for sure. And my blog has a specific one that I like. I've tried a few and, and it really just comes down to the style, you know, and, and voice and, and the one you like the best. Yeah, I've tried a, di a few different ones myself, and I really, I really do like the one that you uh, share on your blog. And so, if anyone wants more information about sitting in the power, you know, go check that out. Um, it's very powerful for me. But I really like what you said about how you don't visualize in guided meditations because mm -hmm. I would say that sometimes I do, but it's still very. When I visualize, I don't visualize you know, very intensely. It's almost like I see it and then I just know that it's there. Like you said, it's just mm -hmm. knowing that it's there, but you don't have to continually see it in your mind's eye. And I think it's really important for people to hear that and understand that because, you know, sometimes guided med meditations are distracting for me, especially if they're very descriptive and they're trying to have me really, really focus on what everything looks like instead of me following along 
it just becomes distracting. So, you know, if that's you, or if you're not good at visualizing, because some people just can't do it, you know, know that you can take this guide and take this voice and follow it. However, however feels right to you. You don't have to picture it. You can just know that it's there. Yeah, that's, that's great advice. And, and I'm, I'm one that I don't visualize well. Um, and it is that you use the perfect word. It is distracting, um, mm -hmm. you know, to what we're trying to do here and, and where we're trying to go. So I just, um, I understand, I set an intention. I understand it's there or I understand whatever it is they're trying to describe. Um, but I'm not, because what I want to do is I want to take my own brain out of the situation. Um, so if I'm trying to visualize stuff, it, it, it's a little harder for me. So I've got to kind of put my own work into it, <laughs> in, mm -hmm. in, in a, you know, for my brain. So um, I'm really just trying to shut that part off. So for me, it's not about the visual visualization. Uh, it's just about the feeling and the understanding. Um, and that works better for me. You know, we're all different. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I noticed that when I stopped trying to, you know, see it in my mind, because it's the same for me it becomes distracting because then the part of my mind that I'm trying to quiet is like, oh, well, you see this and you see this. Mm -hmm. But if I would maybe feel it instead, instead of trying to see it, I would, I feel my energy and I feel my energy expanding and, you know, meeting with the other energies around me, that seems to work better for me. And um, I think, I think people hearing that will give them a little bit more confidence to try these practices and, and to incorporate them into their every day. Yeah, I, I hope I hope so for sure. Yeah, there's no there's no wrong way to do it. Whatever whatever feels right to you and, and gets gets you in that space. Right. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you a little bit more about psychic um, ethics. Can you mm -hmm. talk a little bit about the ethics of being a psychic and being a medium and and channeling these you know these spirits and tapping into other people's energy. Yeah, for sure. That, and thank you for asking. Uh, that's super important to me. Um, it's kind of the, the ethical and the procedure of it all and, and taking it. I mean, it starts with just taking what you do very, very, very seriously, um, especially the mediumship part of it. Um, and, and, you know, I don't want to discount the, the psychic and energy work either because people are putting, for one thing, they're, they're paying you well. I mean, if you're somebody like myself that that you know accepts money for readings, um, they're they're paying you well, so there there's that aspect of it, um, and then they're also putting a lot of themselves into it. Um, you know, there there there's an expectation that they're going to get some kind of answers or some kind of healing. Um, so it's just important for me that you know, like I spoke earlier about the preparation that I do. Um, so I'm very very sure if I have a reading coming up, like I have one coming up at five tonight. Um, and I already told my husband, like, hey, if we're out, I want to make sure that I'm here by four <laughs> so mm -hmm. that I can prep and do all this, you know, pre-work. You know, it's important, you know, so the professionalism comes into play as well because I want to be on time for my meeting um, mm -hmm. and, and I want to be in the right space. Um, and then beforehand, you know, when I meet with the person, I always kind of explain what it is that I do, how I connect how I interpret the information and kind of set up what to expect. Um, and then I always, even though it, it's kind of understood because they've paid me already, but it, even though it's understood, I always ask when I have them face to face with me or on the phone, if I have permission 
to connect with them energetically or to connect with their angels, guides, ancestors, and loved ones on the other side. Um, this is, once again, part of my routine that helps me open up. But I just like, I'm, I'm a good communicator, so I like to have that understanding, you know, out there verbalized. Um, and then when I'm in the reading, you know, the connection's not always perfect. And, and of, of course, you know, all readings are unique in the way that a person might be easier or more difficult, you know, that connection might be more difficult to interpret. Um, if I don't hear it, I don't say it. Right. So that's important for me. And, and just like the other day when, when I was reading the young lady and, and spirit came through um, and it didn't connect with her, I just have to trust that that's coming through for a reason. And so I'll communicate that. And then I'm still going to deliver what spirit is telling me because, you know, that's part of it, too. I, I've got to have ethics towards spirit as well. Um, so I think, you know, once you kind of handle your business in that aspect, everything else kind of falls into place. You know, because I, I, I do want the sitter to have a good experience or the person I'm reading. I want them to have a good experience. But at the end of the day, they're literally third on the list. It's spirit, ethics, and then what my sitter wants. Right. <laughs> and I, and I yeah. trust that if the, the first two are taken care of, that, that the third one will fall right into place. And I find that, you know, probably the situation that you experienced with the lady the other day is very unlikely. Most of the time spirit's going to come through with the most yep. needed and most important information at that time. But every now and then, you know, there's going to be things that happen. And like you said, it may have to do, you know, with the spirit that decides to come through or the spirit that you're able to connect with at that time. But it also has to do with the energy of the sitter you know, they may say that they're okay with you tapping into their energy, but they may have blocks. They may have things that they, you know, have um, energetically that they don't even know about. 100%. <laughs> or um, for me, sometimes the, the difficulty comes in expectations. Um, and this, it, once again, this has happened like maybe once or twice during like a, you know, a reading, but um it often happens with love readings when it's about a relationship. Um, mm -hmm. You know, sometimes they come into the reading with expectations or things that they, they want to hear. And, and I'm, I'm a straight shooter. And like I say, if, if I don't hear it or feel it, I don't say it. Um, so what I'm telling them, and of course I'm tactful and I'm caring and, and you know, um, I present the, the information in a loving way, but um, I'm pretty straightforward. So, you know, they may not like what they're hearing, um, and so that, that sometimes, you know, that's unfortunate, but, but it's my job to deliver what I'm feeling and, and understanding. Yeah. Do you have any um, opinions or any experiences or any thoughts on maybe someone, their intention is to connect with a past loved one, but for some reason that past loved one is just not coming through? Let me think about that. Um, yeah, and take your time. <laughs> yeah, no. I know that, that, uh, that just kind of sprung on you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm just trying to, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, instances here, but uh, no, I don't feel that I've, there was recently, I forget what it was for, I don't know if it was for a pet or something, they wanted, they wanted someone to come through, you know, so I presented a little bit of information I was getting, it didn't fit, it wasn't quite right, and uh, I said, you know, I'm sorry, I can't connect with them at the moment, so you know, it just goes back, and, and that's an ethics thing for me. I mean, 
they weren't there. They weren't there at the moment. So, so I wasn't going to present any more information. Um, so it has happened. So the short answer is yes, it, it's, it's happened. Um, it's very rare. Um, I find that for the most part, if they want to hear from somebody, you know, that, that person's, you know, that spirit is usually ready to come forward and, and provide some healing, you know, and take advantage of the moment of having a medium that can, that can relay some messages. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of rare, and, and I'm and I'm thankful for that because the more messages I can provide, the more healing, the more you know clarity. Um, it's just a really beautiful moment. Yeah, and I mean, I would say that if, in my opinion, if that ever happens to someone, you know, if you're getting a rating and the person that you want to come through doesn't come through, just know that it's it's not the psychic medium it's that that's not what spirit needed you to hear at that moment and it could be that maybe you're just not ready maybe you're still grieving maybe you know there could be a many 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 reasons um and maybe that should encourage you to develop your own relationship with spirit so you can find out why right yeah, and, and I, I mean, I, I take a certain amount of credit for it, too, is, is in the way of, you know, maybe I'm just not vibrating or working on the level that that particular spirit is on. So um, for whatever the reason is, um, you know, I, get, I give it my best. I try to tune in, um, you know, and I, and I always bring through somebody, you know, so, you know, that I, you know, I just have to trust that the person coming through is, is the strongest and, and the one that has the message that they need to hear. Yeah. Would you say that um, when you connect to people's loved ones or your own loved ones, when you connect to guides or angels, would you say that the they feel different um, each, um, I guess, type of spirit that you're connecting to feels different for you? 100%. Yeah, I, I, I tend to get the, the kind of personality a little bit and almost kind of, you know, you're talking about channeling earlier. I almost kind of channel it physically I, like I want to move my body like I don't know it just like I feel the energy level that they would have so that's kind of what I understand first of this person would have been like more calm or more you know might want to dance or something so that's kind of what I feel first um, so I definitely get a very specific like energy level and then I, I just kind of feel into that and understand that and that that's how I know who's who right mm -hmm. so that's, that's how it works for me I, I, how about you Maggie um, so with my experiences, uh, and I'm trying to get more uh, in tune with my body so that I can definitely feel the differences, but I would say that as of right now, I get a, a sense for the personality and for um, their energy, and then I just get this knowing, you know, of characteristics or traits, but recently, since I've been trying to get more in tune to how my body physically feels, when I encountered, um, when I encountered spirit, that spirit yesterday, I felt this um, like tingling in my solar plexus. And it's not something that I would normally pay attention to, but I did. So I'm trying to also get an idea of how I feel these, um, these connections and the communication in my body as well. Yeah, and you just kind of have to what I do when I feel something new is just kind of log it in the back of your mind or even, you know, write it down, whatever works for you and just kind of understand, you know, how you felt in that moment or, you know, do your best to piece together what that, that communication was because there's some meaning to it. 
Um, and then you just kind of build that library of experiences and, and understandings. And then, you, you know, for me, I just use it. You know, it's almost like uncanny how the next reading I will be able to use, apply that, that new knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's just a, another new thing for spirit to tap into and reach into, you know, that, that bag of, of your own experiences and knowledge and, and pull it out and say, this is what I'm trying to communicate. Remember this? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. You, just, you just have to keep, keep working for it, uh, towards it. Um, and, and that's why I practice, you know, I, I practice every single week at least once a week um, on top of the, the readings that I'm doing. So I'm always trying to learn, you know, new, new symbols and new, new ways to communicate new feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say, um, again, I identify with everything you said. You seem like you're definitely um, a learner and like a seeker of knowledge. You want to, you know, expand your knowledge as much as possible and I, I'm the same way but you're also a teacher because you want to share that with mm-hmm. others you want to um, help other people expand as well and so I know you do a lot um, for development when it comes to these gifts do you want to talk a little bit about um, your offerings and the things that you have um, to help people um, really be able to tap into spirit yeah absolutely so you had mentioned my blog a few times and and I've kind of been off the the blogging for a while, taking a break from it um, because I've got some other things going on and some, you know, freelance marketing stuff and all that. Um, Because I also help lightworkers with their marketing as well. So um, if anybody is out there listening, they want to kind of start building a business, website, marketing, social media, um, I do help with that as well. So feel free to to reach out. but yeah, so, so the blog is kind of a resource, and I'm going to be getting back to writing more soon. Um, there's a lot of educational stuff there. Um, and then also, every Wednesday night, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time here in California, I offer a, a free Zoom uh, practice circle for mediumship. Uh, so that goes from 6 p.m. Pacific to 7.30 p.m. Um, and that's on Zoom. And you can find links on my website, or I've got, um, I've got them in my link tree on my Instagram. Um, and that's just a great, uh, safe place. Usually it's between 10 and 16 or 17 people. Um, and we just get together and, and just kind of fill each other's energy. And we hop right into like breakout room exercises. Um, and I'll usually give like, uh, you know, some kind of challenge or some kind of specific exercise to do. Um, so it's just a great place to, to kind of, you know, expand your gifts and not feel the pressure of, you know, um, you know, having a pain sitter or somebody that's, you know, got, has expectations or whatever. So, um, yeah, anybody, anybody listening is invited to join that as well. Awesome. Yeah. And so this is not for, um, beginners that, you know, don't have any spiritual routine. They don't know what sitting in the power is, but maybe for people who aren't reading professionally, but are tapping into, you know, their own power and, maybe know a little bit more about what gifts they have and how they perceive this information. Is, is that correct? Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, it, yeah. It's not, it's not for somebody that's just kind of trying, you know, trying it out or curious about it. Um, you know, I, I do want somebody with, with, a you know, that's done some kind of practice uh, or readings because I, I don't do any teaching and, and it's not a class. It's more of just a practice circle. So, um, I used to have it as an all levels, but I found that some people would show up and, and they, they needed some instruction and that would kind of break the flow a little bit. Um, 
you know, I, I probably will be teaching a class pretty soon for beginners. So, you know, look out for that. Um, but yeah, this is just, just a place to get together. We don't, we don't do any meditations first. I ask that everybody be like, you know, in tune and grounded and all that before, um, before they come. So we just jump right into exercises. Um, but yeah, so if you've got some kind of experience doing it or you've been in practice circles before, this, this would be a good, a good spot. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I really like like that when I saw that you were offering that. I went ahead and I put all of them on my calendar so that yeah, hopefully yeah. I can make some in the future. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a lot of like usual suspects that show up. And of course, not everybody can make every every week. But, um, you know, and I started it for purely selfish reasons, because uh, a lot of the practice circles that that I, I saw on some of the Facebook groups, um, they were all like in other time zones. So by the time I got off work, because I keep a day job, they had already started because I don't get off till like 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. So they usually start no later than four, mm -hmm. right? So um, I was like, you know, I guess I'm just gonna have to start my own so that I can I can have people to practice with after work. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. I started it for selfish reasons, but, but the, you know, it's turned out to be really beautiful. Everybody's super appreciative. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just a, a really, I really look forward to it every Wednesday night. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really glad that, that you started that because, um, I've also been looking for ways to, um, to practice because most of the readings that I've, that I've done have been on people that I'm again, really close with and comfortable mm -hmm. with. I don't do a lot of readings. Um, I don't do any readings professionally, but I haven't done any, you know, readings where I've really tried to connect, you know, with someone that I'm not really comfortable with. They've all been pretty random for me. And so I'm like, well, I know I have this ability and I'm not going to get more comfortable with it and confident with it until I practice on people that I don't know. It's just gonna, it's just one of those things, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I just, I, I just knew that because I know the person, you know, you try to talk yourself out of it. You try to you, your logical mind comes in and it's like, oh, you made that up because you know this about them, you know that about them. You just picked up on, you know, their mannerisms because you're so familiar with them. And so I'm like, no, I really don't think that that's it. So the only way to know for sure is to practice. Yeah, for sure. And 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 I get that with, with reading people you know fairly well because, you know, even people that I, I don't know well, but I know something about them, sometimes my, my human brain will come in and, and kind of, twist what I'm feeling and kind of it, it does kind of maybe sometimes affect the translation mm -hmm. because you might be trying to thread a certain needle because you know because you know even even like how a person looks you know I've had I've had people that are very very young that have you know you wouldn't think they have any children but they've got four children <laughs> so mm -hmm. you can't make assumptions right um, mm -hmm. so it kind of works even with even with people that you don't know you still have to really set down your your human brain and the experiences you've learned as, as a human you have to set those down because you have to throw them out the window um, and just trust almost you know if you can 100 percent of what your your spirit and, and what you're feeling on that level it's hard it's not the easiest thing to do because you know i've got 44 years of thinking and understanding the world in a certain way mm -hmm. 
right? So in the past two years, I'm trying to unravel all of that. <laughs> so easier said mm -hmm. than done. It takes a lot of work. Right. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. So before we wrap up, would you like to um, share where you can be found? I know you're on all the socials. You've got your website and then anything um, else that you would like to share that you're currently offering. I know you mentioned um, that you are going to um, eventually do a workshop or a class for beginners, but if there's anything else that you, you know, would like to leave the audience with, just go ahead and let them know. Yeah. Okay. Thank, and thank you so much, Maggie. Um, yeah. So my website, I actually just switched everything over um, and changed the domain. So, but I still have the old domain working. So it's stouffercavens.com is the new domain. Um, and I'm still using the old one, myfadedlife.com. So they both work. Uh, all my offerings, uh, I offer psychic readings, spirit mediumship readings. Uh, I'm now offering pet energy healing as well. So all that's on my website. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you're in the Southern California area, I also do, you know, events and parties. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so I offer those in-person services as well. Um, and then all my social media on Instagram, it's at uh, Psychic Stouffer. Same on Facebook as well. Um, i trying to think, what else? Uh, I am working on a podcast also, so look for that in the future. But every, everything that I'm, I'm offering will, will be updated on my website. Awesome. That, that sounds great. And thank you so much for, for being a guest on the show. It's been, um, it's been so great getting to know you and it's definitely been very reassuring for me knowing that there's someone out there who does this professionally that receives their information and taps into these um into spirit pretty much the same way i do <laughs> yeah that's awesome thank thank you again maggie and i'm glad that you know i you know just sharing you know what what i'm doing and how i connect could could help you and bring you some uh you know clarity and confidence and and everything so yeah, I think it's great just to keep talking about things. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Just sharing this information is is always going to help other people, um, you know, feel more in tune with themselves. Definitely. Did you enjoy that episode? Great. Make sure you share it with someone you love. It would really mean a lot to me. If you would take the time to rate and review the podcast, this really helps the podcast grow and reach more people. I would love to connect with you. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and on TikTok. And if you want to find out more about me and what I do, check out my website, www.chasingspirituality.com. I hope your day is full of magic. Until next time. Wait, before you go, I want to share how you can receive a free reading with me. Listeners of the podcast, if you go and leave me a review on Apple and then send me that review to ChasingSpirituality.com, you can get a chance to win a free reading of your choice. This can be psychic or mediumship. Once a month, I will choose one of the listeners to receive the reading. And I won't pull your name out of the drawing until you're chosen. This will help the podcast grow, but will also allow me to give back to my listeners. Hope to hear from you soon.